party people to pump pause the pettiest podcast around pump it up wow that was cute i like that was but i don't throw all this shade all alone so say hola to my co-host hey nunu aka petty wop down on any block Wop, wop, whopping it. Wop, wop, whopping it. You know, we're each other's hype men and it's delish. It's, it's a vibe. But this is how it's been since day one. Day numero uno. Because Wop Wop has been whopping everybody and I'm just like, yo, here she comes. Whopping it, whopping it. Yeah, yeah, whopping it, whopping it. It was great. It's great. But then it doesn't make it any better because then, like, Patty LaBelle is straight up just like, uh, but is she wrong, though? Oh, she's wrong? Let me tell you how she's right. So, let me count the ways. And I'll be like, (laughs) she gets me. Yeah, it's it's an amazing relationship. Those who don't get it, (laughs) it's sad for them. Yeah, if they don't get it, they more likely y'all just hate us. And that's, we're kind of used to that, too. I am so used to people hating me. It's like, well, well, I'm so I'm to a point now. I'm I'm low key offended if I don't have at least one person who hates me. I'm like, oh my god, am I like conforming to society? Like, I don't do that. I'm literally like, well, 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 well. Anyways, after all my welts. Yeah. Let's chat about today's topic. Ooh. Oh, well, yeah, let's write in. Um, today we're going to be talking about education. Education. And how learning about ourselves is as a, it's essential. Essential. Like, not an essential worker, but essential for your life. Because being self-aware is the best thing, bitch. I, that's not a bitch to like call you a bitch. It's to be like, bitch, be self aware. LOL. Definitely. Um, especially in today's time frame. Uh, it's just, I love, I love education. My my family, Loki, always said that um, my job occupation is a professional student because I just love learning, and I'm always in school. <laughs> I mean, who goes, like, who has an associate's bachelor's and trying to get an MBA and is, like, low-key debating if she wants to, like, get a doctor's just so I can have you hoes calling me doctor. Why is that me, though? (laughs) I have an associate's, I have a bachelor's, and I have a master's. I really don't think I'm going to do a doctorate because I just don't know what to do it in. I know. There's so many good topics I could talk about. But um, with that being said, with education... I definitely learned, especially when I went to um, a predominantly white institution for my uh, bachelor's degree, that education about you, and when I say you, I'm literally talking about um, really any quote-unquote minority group in the United States of America. So definitely, um, basically, if you're the type of person that when you went to school and 
you were told to do a topic about somebody and you purposely, this is just me, I purposely would go and look for, like, for example, if they're like, oh, um, astronauts, fine, you know, uh, pick an astronaut and talk about a famous astronaut. I would look for the first, I would look for the black woman that was there, or I would look for the black man. And then I would write about their history and stuff like that. Like, I always would find, you know, like, oh, talk about the Emancipation Proclamation. Like, during that era, pick a famous person to talk about. Everybody would pick Abe Lincoln. And I was that person who had Frederick Douglass. Like, I was that person (laughs) in every single part of history. And it's sad because even in the dialogue of education, when it comes to minority like we are part of American history, but you really could not tell. And so with that, the topic today is definitely like, why do I have to teach myself about my history when it's supposed to be quote unquote part of, well, it's not supposed to be, it's, it is supposed to be part of the history of the United States of America. And so basically just going into the realization of it how we need to learn about it and all the great tools out there. Um, tool number one, you're welcome is Google. I know you probably don't know. Um, it usually has like this really cool art and then this like white bar and it says search. There's a lot you can do with that. (laughs) So you're a fucking mess. So definitely, um, look up that uh great website there um but with that being said um like i stated a lot of things i learned like you you learn the basics i feel like i learned the basics when i was younger like you know you know about martin luther king um i definitely learned young age that people did not like malcolm x he was quote-unquote violent um you definitely learned that you know raising the black fist was seen as radical or other uh you learn that hippies were bad people and quote-unquote potheads like like you learn the stereotypes and then you're just like well well well, why like i was always like well why like why do we have to not like you like i always ask that question so we're not supposed to like because of why and um i remember growing up i i asked so many whys about like black history that my father, which I do not recommend, my father made me watch all eight tapes of Roots. Oh my gosh. Okay, I was in the third grade. So I watched watched all eight of them. It was funny because my parents were upset because the one question I asked was, (laughs) because in the beginning of the movie, she is birthing a child standing up. And I was so confused. I was like, did she really do that? And my parents were like, really you watched eight tapes and that's one of the questions i was like oh that's not one and like to me everything made sense it was like oh well of course that's gonna happen because this is the environment of course that's gonna happen this is the environment to such a point where like i went to school and i was just yo blackity black i was just like i don't trust you white people y'all are thieves y'all are liars y'all are two-faced y'all are this y'all are that y'all are carrier diseases y'all are (laughs) hypocrites so basically you thought we were in the colonial times and 
this was Christopher Columbus all over again. Got it. Oh, oh man, it was so bad. And so, yeah, I, I just don't recommend that. And because the worst thing about it was I didn't have nobody else to talk to to help me break it down. All I was taught was that Roots, Roots was encompassed as this is my story and this is how you take it. But then it's, that's the beauty of Roots is because it definitely does have this um, African diaspora that goes with it, which is beautiful. But then yet the, the thing is, is like, like I always tell people to like, your skin folk is not your kin folk. So as much as we would love to think that every single person that came from Africa in shackles were all like kings and queens, there were some that were conniving. There were some that did what they had to do to survive. That's why in Django, everybody knows the Samuel Jackson character because they're just like, oh yeah, that Uncle Tom, like they're that person. But you have to know at certain times, people did certain things for their survival. So I never always assume that if I'm in a room and I see another black person, that that per black person is for me or with me because not every single one is. And it's... And, that's just how, like, sadly, the cookie crumbles. But, of course, there's a lot of historical perspective of that. There's, like, you know, colorism, segregation, global um, influences. Ugh, there's so much stuff. So, but, of course, but that is at the end learned. of the day, people are selfish. <laughs> like, people are selfish. Not Nobody's going to give up, like, and what I mean by that, I don't think people int are intentionally selfish. Like, if something benefits you, you're going to do it. Not really thinking about who it's going to hurt in the long run. Because, mm -hmm. A, that's not your concern. B, they always tell you that it's a dog-eat-dog -dog world. If you don't do it, somebody else is doing it. So, Which, I mean, already having all those that analogies are so weird. Yes. All, having like, that dogs mentality should eat dogs. <laughs> Exactly, because that's like humans eating humans. That's cannibalism. That's frowned upon in the society. Like, it just all... And these are things that you don't know any better to be like, uh, what? Because I remember I used to tell my mom, like, I'm not a dog. So that doesn't apply to me. But, like, you're selfish. So... In the like you have to imagine I've been listening to this podcast I only listen to one episode a day because like I get really overwhelmed and it's just like I it's about um, racism and hold on I'm trying to find the name give me a second um, it's about racism it's about um, the diaspora and it encompasses a lot of things it's about slavery and everything it's called 16 19 it's really good i only again i only listen to one episode a day because it overwhelms me because you have to think about these people are in a situation like these slaves because that's what they were um we're being bought over in ships in uncomfortable situations so if somebody tells you you have to kill this person to eat you're bought to that point so of course they're gonna kill that person because at the end of the day, you're trying to survive too. So you can't be mad at those people and you can't like hate on those people because you would do the same fucking thing if you were in their situation. 
but it's knowing that history knowing that that trauma that is going to help you push forward like we i i again from the beginning i always say i can't claim the african-american pain because i'm not from here i've never been through half the stuff that nunu can tell you she's been through because i didn't grow up in this country where racism is like one of the things that is it's right next to coronavirus like corona <laughs> florida is known because as a hotspot and for racism and every country every state has racism but in a way that i just feel like it's so publicized i grew up on an island where yeah people like talk about like oh if you're darker you spent more times out in the fields and um if you're lighter you're probably inside more like giving jabs at like being slaves and stuff like that but at the end of the day people of different colors are embraced in a way that i don't think america does like Mm -hmm. i don't believe america embraces your skin tone the Caucasians want to be you, but at the same time kill you. So it's just like, I'm not understanding. Like in Europe, in France, a black woman is like godly. It's next to godly. And like growing up traveling and seeing the way people react to my skin color in different places, it's it's like, oh wow wow because then you come to the united states and i get this question all the time what are you because you can't be black and i'm just like i do not understand that question or or you're called mexican because you don't yeah spanish (laughs) i but and like only people only somebody that speaks spanish can tell that i'm not from mexico that i'm not from wherever other than puerto rico because a lot of people don't understand you carry an accent when you speak english when you speak spanish you carry different words it's not it goes farther than an accent like if you're from the south you have a southern twang but if you're from puerto rico you use certain words that somebody from mexico doesn't use that somebody from guatemala doesn't use and that's how they distinguish where you're from. And because my skin is dark, that doesn't automatically mean that I'm from Mississippi, that I'm from Texas. And I know those are like the most stereotypical states, but that's what people assume. And I'm just like, no, ma'am. And the reason I say that I can't claim that African-American pain is because I feel like in America, racism is still very prevalent. I feel like people are so harsh in their words, in their statements, in their actions towards people of color from when you come out of the womb. And that's why I say I can't claim that pain because I've never experienced that until I started living in the U.S., but I also was, quote unquote, an adult. And also my parents had conversations to me before, like, you know, like when you would go from ho- away from home and your parents go over the rules of like, right, don't get in the car with a stranger. My parents were like, well, you're black 
or you look black and these is what some of the things that black people go through and I was just like cool. Well, I'm off to college with that knowledge. Like, you get what I'm saying? I love it. You literally, like, had the talk, like, right as you're walking out the door. Yeah, it was like, okay, well, it's $500 for you to go open up a bank account. This is how you open a bank account. And you're black. And it was just like, okay, cool. That is literally how my parents treated me whenever I went to my first slumber party at this white girl's house. My parents, I'm literally like in the backseat of the car, like so excited. And my parents are like, okay, so you're black. And I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> I know, right? Like, like um, thanks. They're like, you're, okay, so you're black. So what you need to do is you're not going to, don't play in each other's hair. They don't need playing your hair. I was like, all right, cool. I mean, I'm already about that life too. And she was like, um, you don't do anything. Don't be in a room if you're the only one there, i.e., do not be in a room by yourself where nobody can see you. And I was like, okay. She's like, if you go to the restroom, you go straight to the restroom, you come straight back. If you're going to go to a separate room, you go to a room where an adult is there or there's other people there. But more likely my mother's like, go in the room where the adults are. And I really was. It was to a point where like I realized I was starting to like help with the slumber party because I stayed near the mom and I wasn't going around my friends. And then at first I was like, you know, this is what my mom told me to do. And then my mom was like, and if you don't feel comfortable, you call me. And that's how it was. And I was always helping the mom, you know, make the food, everything like that. And she was like, oh, you're so nice. You're so resourceful. Oh, you're this, you're that. When really at the end of the day, it was, I just don't want if something to go missing. And it was funny because something did go missing and they didn't reach out to me because I was with the mom the whole time. Like the mom was literally like, oh, well, no, it would have been Nuseba because Nuseba was with me. And, and, but and it's so sad because crazy. you had to, I had to quickly learn that, like literally getting out the car and I'm like, okay, do that. But that's the persona because then of course it's like the persona is that, you know, black people steal, black people need to take things. And especially since I was the token, if something goes missing, it's never going to be anybody else. It's going to be the black girl. And the only reason it wasn't me at that moment was because I was with the mom the whole time. And it's insane that you even have to have that conversation with your kids. I mean, like, it's insane it's to have that one. So sad. You have to have the, you know, you have to have the talk with. I mean, I was with my brother when we both had the talk about how to handle police officers. Like that's. Oh my god! Thing. Yes, that literally takes me back. I, I've never had that conversation with my parents. Like I, I'm sorry. I would probably cry if I was pulled over, because I would not know what to do. I would not know what to do. I'd probably... Well, I know what to do, essentially, in the grand scheme of things. Mm -hmm. But I'd probably still have, like, a huge panic attack. That reminds me of um, the hate you give, how he was talking to them, how where to put their hands, how... And I'm just like... That movie actually was one of those kinds of movies that I was just like, holy balls. This is a thing. This is a thing. It's a huge thing. I mean, it's been a thing. I mean, even now, like, as I think one of the most, like, traumatic pullovers I had, because, of course, being black in Texas, you get pulled over all the time. I've I've actually haven't been pulled over this past year, of course, because of Corona. So then disregard. So I think the last time whenever I was pulled over was, like, in 20... 
2017 and I was quote unquote supposedly tailgating a car which it was this car trying to brake check me in the front so then I quickly got into the left and then I got to the right and then the cop pulled me over because when I got into the left lane I was too close to the other vehicle even though I got into the other lane to try to create space so I was like okay whatever so he pulls me over I'm on to the right hands are showing I this is a stupid thing to do but like my mom always says if I get pulled over to either call her or my dad to be basically a witness for us so I FaceTime my mom and he comes he takes my license registration um he comes back he then tried to proclaim that my car wasn't mine and I'm like what? no this is my car like I paid off my car this car has been with me for the longest yeah, the Mazda 3. Like, that car's been with me, okay? And so no, that car that car has been through stuff. Like, that okay, car has come down car. to... Yeah, that car has come down to Florida, like, 12 times. Um, always had food, booze, pillows. Like, that car... That car is was always Yeah, that is bae. So, first the car wasn't mine. Then I showed him paperwork that was mine. And he's like, oh, I typed the VIN number in wrong. And I'm like, okay, cool. Um, then he was saying, whose DV plates are these? Because I'm a disabled veteran. And I'm like, they're mine. Which, what does that... I was like, they're mine. What does that concern you? And then he's like, oh, are you trying to be smart with me? And then immediately put his gun off of safety to... Um, to burst oh my god and i looked at him and i'm like i'm like why is your hand on your weapon already and you need to put i was like and especially if you're not going to take your weapon out you definitely don't need to keep your gun on safety until you pull your weapon out of your holster and he looked at me and he was just like excuse me i was like i was like it's obvious you don't know how to handle a gun you need to take put your gun on safety and then if you're going to use it put it up and then take it off safety or you'll shoot yourself in the process of trying to pull your gun out. And he looked at me and then he was like, here's your driver's license and here's your ticket. Have a nice day. And I was like, thank you. And then my mom started freaking out. So she's on the phone crying. And then that was kind of triggering for me because then I was just like, cause even this is the bullshit I hate is like, everybody wants to run around here and talk about how fucking patriotic they are. Okay. I served, I did a tour. And yet I can still get gunned down by these stupid ass people who are not properly trained on guns. And then the point that my mother has to see me die that way. Then actually bringing my body bag back from Iraq or Afghanistan. Like who this patriotic bullshit is bullshit. Nobody's quote unquote like there's no way to prove you're patriotic. That's stupid. And trying to say like, oh, if you serve our country for the people who served. Yeah, the people who served and who y'all still don't give a fuck about because y'all give us the worst, shittiest services ever at the VA. But I digress. So on that note, it is possible to be pulled over while being black for no fucking reason and still have a gun almost pulled on you because he didn't like that I was smart. And like my family flips out because Sandra Bland, my parents were like, she knew her shit and she's smart and she says something. And my parents were scared of shit because, of course, they killed her, too. And so then it's like, it's this point of where, like, you definitely feel this sense of, like, one, you feel this sense of, like, why, why? Why, 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 why? 
And literally, going, coming back to the educational purpose, the why is sadly in the history. There's reasons why, like, they don't really respect black people. Like, there's the three-fifth rule, the one-drop rule. Um, there's the uh, Slave Refugee Act. There's, um, I mean, the integration. Like, if you if you read Texas history and try to see the integration of why, like, for example, why Mexican people hate black people. I mean, if you were Mexican in a time of in, uh, segregation, would you want to be black or white? <laughs> and then they didn't know where to put Mexicans. So then it based off of colorism, you were either white or black. So then Which that's how the creation horrible. of colorism is such an issue. Well, it's so like it's colorism the education is an issue also. how everything evolves. Oh, nationwide. I mean, globally. Lightning cream. Um, skin bleaching purity of races like I, I know a lot of a lot of uh, Latinos and Hispanic people who who literally will have these discussions of like you need to clean up the race like you need to lighten the race like it's like a fucking chore <laughs> no it's like no, I it's came not to even this a world chore. to lighten everybody <laughs> not even a chore like it's something you could do you can't like how do you lighten somebody's skin like let's be honest you can't it's literally because you're black you're dark it like unless you're going out in the streets with nine thousand layers of clothing to where the sun doesn't even penetrate you which i mean i don't think it's even possible like it's a thing that's gonna happen and it sucks that we've created this hate amongst cultures because your skin tone is darker so you're black like in the world you're black or you're white and that's not fair to people that aren't black or white because coming to this country as a mexican or as a as anything other than black or white how this country sees it it's hard because you don't know the histories and the struggles and stuff like that and then you're thrust upon this, I, I'm going to call it a different world, for lack of a better term, based on your skin color. And you're supposed to act a certain way, react a certain way that you're not aware of. Mm-hmm. Like, we, at my job, had an intern, and she was from the Netherlands. This little white blonde girl. I can't remember what color her eyes were, so I'm not going to say light eyes. So I can't, I'm not sure. But she <laughs> was a... Eyes. She was a light-colored blonde girl. And, of course, coming to this country where you're black or white, upon arrival, you're classified. So, of course, she was in the white circle. And she was here during the whole um, the whole thing with George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and everything like that. And she was just, like, so confused about this thing called race. Because she was like, oh, well, in my country, you learn and have discussions about race at the beginning. So, like, la, 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 la. Why wouldn't I be able to go to a Black Lives Matter and show my support even though I'm not black? And because I don't see color and Netherlands doesn't have racism and whatever, whatever. And it was like we had to break everything down mm-hmm. for her to understand and it was just 
so eye-opening that, like, she didn't understand why she would be considered white. And she didn't understand why, like, I would be considered black, even though I'm not from this country, per se. And then she even, she even went into asking me why, what a weave was and why don't white girls wear them. Oh my god, y'all. And it was just like y'all just call them extensions. Exactly. Oh my god, girl. That conversation irks my nerves. (laughs) Yeah. And I was just like, but also you have to be very careful in what you say to her. Because then she'll go and I wanted to be like, Well, it's she'll get defensive. Like she didn't understand why somebody would cover their kinky hair to put on and it was just like I was like, Oh, it's wow. a political matter, that's why. Like, like then we now again, pass a law where it's legal for black people's natural hair to be considered professional. Exactly. It's now legal. <laughs> but then again, I couldn't be upset as a person because I had those questions once upon a time. Because I didn't understand. Well, I, I understood the whole hair thing. I don't mean that. But I meant I didn't understand why there was always such a race issue. Why mm. is there so much hate for a race? But then we can go sit in church on Sunday and praise Jesus. Jesus loves everybody unless you're gay, black, or lesbian, or whatever. You get what I'm saying? Like <laughs> Jesus loves everyone, just, asterisk mark. <laughs> yeah, like, but, like, no, there's no but. Like, it is right. what it is. So I had to take the time to stop. And do research and have conversations with people that know more than I do. Because when I first met Nunu, Nunu was like, you don't know? And what? And it was, we would always joke, but like, be like, oh, it's just, you're not from here. Like, I'm not from here. But at the same time, her and I would have these conversations that were like, really alarming to me. But she was just like, no, it's just what it is. Like, and it's sad that we say it's what it is because... At the end of the day, it shouldn't be what it is, but it is because nobody stops to think. Like, the Karens of the world don't stop to think. They the, sure don't. Um, what, what was it? Park Betty? What were, where was the Betty one? Girl, there's so many. Exactly there's... true. But, like, the Karens of the world don't stop to think on how you're affecting a person you're not affecting my skin color you're not affecting my race you're affecting me as a person and i think that's the most important thing when it comes to educating ourselves we have to think about how we're affecting the people around us because you can talk about my skin color all fucking day long is it gonna change no but you're talking about me as a human Like, we're literally all here humans just trying to human. Just trying to live the human life. So why fucking hate on each other? It's it's very sad. And it's even sometimes to a point where I would even... it I jokingly would say, but it's it's sad but true. But actually, like, animals have more rights and laws than, like, minority people do. (laughs) They do. Like, the, the, the most ironic thing was, I think last year a dog was placed with luggage and died from suffocation on a flight and immediately 
immediately there was laws passed, regulations passed, and never again will a dog die with luggage, okay? And I'm just thinking to myself like, wow. And then here we are saying we can't breathe and all you motherfuckers can do is tell us, oh, well, you should have complied or you shouldn't have been there or you just shouldn't be you. And it's just like, fuck you. It's such a, it's such a fuck you to the face. To a point where now like being educated, I always try to, when I educate people now, before I would educate everybody. But then I realized I'm literally done educating white people unless they thoroughly want to know. Like I legit have, I legit have friends who will send me friends, but literally if they don't have a fucking stamp of approval, I'm not fucking like, I'm, I don't have the time and I refuse to give the time to educate white people on why issues are fucked up right now. And especially during a fucking time frame where you need to fucking know. And then the only people I do educate is like, if, for example, Virginia is hella confused, which, oh my God, she's hilarious and she's hella confused. I just don't under, how did we get here? And I'd be like, okay, honey, sit down. Chapter four says, you know, basically, (laughs) no, basically, that's how it is. And that's how it always been. And then especially like whenever I studied abroad and I went to Ghana and seeing um, Ghanaians and being in Sierra Leone and then coming back to America and greeting and now understanding because it was funny because growing up um, I play soccer and I didn't really see that many black people of course and so well here in America <laughs> let me just rephrase that you don't see a lot of black people on the soccer field here in America and so um, when I did it was always an African person and it was funny because she did not like me. She was just like, oh, you're black American. I don't like you. And I always try to question why. And then, then there's a persona within black people, black Americans that are like, oh, you know, Africans hate us. And it's so crazy. And then I actually sat down with one of my friends from Angola and I'm just like, you know. And if you also, side note, if you haven't realized, the way you can be more educated is by having good educational conversations with people as you could tell Virginia talked to me I talked to other people of other backgrounds that's how conversations can happen and that's how theories are changed but you know Gross. you're welcome you're welcome and so with that being said um and I asked her I was just like why is it and at first she was just like she she wasn't surprised, but I think she was just more surprised that I asked her the question because she thought I would automatically know. And she literally is like, oh, she's like, well, this is a thing. Over there, we see the LeBron James and we see the Beyonce's and we see, like, if you look at America from a Hollywood perspective, you see a lot of black artists and you see a lot of minority people on these platforms of quote-unquote America like seriously if you look at the American track team American football team American basketball team like we're perpetuated by our celebrities and majority of our celebrities if we include sports are majority black like if we include just acting it's very small but if we include all of Hollywood like all of LA it's very it's very colorful and so that's what 
of the world sees of us. They don't see behind it, you know, black people getting gunned down, the acts, the rights, the protests, the riots. They don't see that. They only see what we want people to see, which is come here, people of color, you can achieve anything you want and you can be famous and make your money. And then you get here and then they shit on you. Like literally, you come from, and, and, and what's fucked up about it is the immigration process of it. If you come from any African country, everything you've done, unless it was done in a European school, is disregarded. So you could be a doctor, you could have worked on people in all of Syria or in Nigeria or South Africa. But if you come to America and you're like, oh, I need to be a doctor, they're like, uh, you don't meet credentials. You need to take this exam. You need to go back and re-educate yourself. And so then they have to start over. But then they thought, oh, I thought this was a land of opportunity. It's the opportunity of some, not opportunity for all. Like we said, Jesus love all, asterisk mark. Opportunity for all, asterisk mark. <laughs> Yes. And so it's something that needs to be, it's something that's not discussed and learned about until you get here. And not saying that, you know, immigration is, is bad because to me, this, this is how I feel about immigration is one, I, I don't think, I'm going to get kind of spiritual on y'all. I don't think that when God created this whole world, he, God wanted us to stay in one spot. You stay here. This is your little rock of land. Stay here. This I really is your home. This is where you right? live. This is your community. This is all you can be right here. And then yet there's this whole fucking beautiful world. There's Hawaii. There's Fiji. There's fucking India. There's China. There's Japan. There's there's everything. And you mean to tell me I'm only supposed to stay here and I can't go nowhere else. It, like it doesn't make sense to me. So then that's why I'm just like, like who, like who are you to say this is, this is, this is mine and you're not welcome. Or if you come here, you have to be like me. No. There's nothing wrong with me. I just want to come here because shit. I'm tired of that lot. My mama, my grandmama, my great-grandmama, my great-great-great-great. You know, everybody over there. I want to be over here. Like It's like, who is to say you can't? And then to take that courage to do it. And then to manipulate people of doing that. Like, it's just so, it's such like, I feel like people have so much like, biases on top of subjects to where like let, let's act like five-year-old kids let's simplify it so is it right or is it wrong <laughs> you came over here okay you did what you did to get over here okay but you're wrong because you didn't legalize yourself even though the process of legalization like quote and then plus to legal legalize yourself like never mind but the process of becoming a quote-unquote citizen is not easy either and it's not cheap either so it's just like, it's easy for people outside to say something until you actually educate yourself on the backgrounds of topics. And I get it. People don't want to learn everything because some people are selfish, as Virginia stated, and only want to know about things that affect them. But then to me, I'm such a person that I need to know the why. And sometimes the why is not here. Sometimes the why is it started over in Puerto Rico. Like there's a thing. You know, did people, like, people even, like, yell at Puerto Ricans, talk about y'all are not Americans, when they're fucking U.S. territories. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, it's just so, it's, it's so much frustration and ignorance. It's just like, let's, if, if you don't take away, if you take away something else from here, please take away that if you know a map, if you're good at geography, you are smarter than the average person. 
I mean, even if, even if you opened, remember last week how we talked about reading is fundamental. If even if you opened your history book and read three sentences, we thank you because at least you're trying. Three sentences a month. I say thank you to you. I applaud you. I, you know what? I, I really, my heart goes out to you because you <laughs> are doing better than most. Because at the end of the day, I also want to point out that educating yourself is about educating others. Exactly. And I'm not talking about here to go out every day and grab a Karen of the world and educate her. No. No. Don't waste your time on the people that don't want to know. Because there are people out there, as shocking as it may be, that don't want to know. I'm talking about talk to your petty buddies of the world, to your new news of the world, to your Virginias of the world, that want to know and want to have those conversations. Because those are the people that are going to take that information Take it in, internalize it, come home, talk to their husbands about it. Go to a girls' night and talk to their girls about it. And those girls are each going to take it, internalize it, and talk to this one about it. And that's how a a message gets spread. I was about to say it spreads the message. That's how a message gets spread, but that's how a message gets spread with meaning, with purpose, with actual factual basis that people can take and reflect upon it feel upon it because at the end of the day us educating ourselves about what our ancestors went through is not for others but for us for us to understand where this pain that you feel where it came from where the hurt that you feel came from Because sometimes you walk into a situation and you're just like, whoa. But it's probably because something your ancestors went through. Or something, I don't know if I really believe in past lives, but sometimes I do. Because sometimes I'm just like, whoa, I feel like this has happened to me before. Like a deja vu moment. This is probably Mm -hmm. something that you experience in your past life that you're guarding yourself against. And knowing your history, knowing where your family came from, I'm not telling everybody to hop on Ancestry.com and fucking Google yourself type of shit. No, I'm not talking about that because I have a whole nother conversation about that and how I really don't believe in all that stuff. It's really garbage, but we'll digress. But whatever. So I'm talking about understand what people of color, what Puerto Ricans, Cubans, Dominicans, all of them have been through and just sit on that and reflect on that and marinate on that because i promise you you're gonna learn things that you're just like oh well that makes sense oh well i never thought of it that way i know i remember i blew virginia mind when i was like i just want to let you know virginia you know what the difference is between me and you and she's like what a fucking boat stop bitch that's the only fucking difference And if you want to listen to another episode where we talk about something similar to this, not about educating ourselves, but about being black, 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 um, black, 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 one of our other episodes, I think it's episode two, maybe three, one of those two, two or three, listen, tell them all, but two or three, um, you remember how I was literally, she said that and I was like, poof, 
Like, my, you probably heard my mind explode. Yeah. Because I was just like, you are correct, my friend. That, that's literally it. Just like when people were surprised about, like, seeing Peruvian people or Brazilian people. It's just like, oh, my God, they're, like, so chocolatey. And I'm just like, yeah, because they were a different boat stop, too. Like, <laughs> What does the Atlantic slave trade? I don't know. It, majority, if you touch the Atlantic, you were affected. <laughs> no, it's also like as much as people don't want to. I'm gonna go with the word "don't want to understand." We are all one. Mm-hmm. Like you know that Michael Jackson song with all the freaking cool people we are the world we literally are the world (laughs) like you're not fully understanding like we are no one person can stand raise their hand up and say i'm only white you can't i do not believe that you can i'm gonna even go a step further and say the old, I think even not even half the Native American Indians can say that they're just Native American Indian. And if you can, I applaud you. Good job to you. But I say that you can't say that because when the white man came, he raped and pillaged. I mean, so those it's babies a, could have some white. It's a very they, sad they could have disc- European and all of that. Like you don't know, you can't say that. And I infuriates me when people are like, I'm just white. Okay, cool. I know I that mean, you're. Like, uh, I can't talk to you. I can't talk to you. There's you're so gonna much fucking sad. frustration with that too. Because then, even though, like, this is the thing too that a lot of people don't really know is that, like, before there was colorism, like, be, like, like before actual like colorism of lighter and darker, before like there was hatred. There was a hatred to not just black people in the founding of this country. There was also hatred to Irish people. They thought Irish people were dumb and illiterate. They thought Italian people were thugs. And then they all decided to jump on the bandwagon of, you know what? But we're all kind of white looking. So they let all of us kind of hate on these black people. And that's literally how the integration of the, the true segregation of ignorance has prevailed it's literally by just being like like they hated it is so stupid to say but there's this damn book i read called um it's not called uh oh my god what's the book called it's called uh moby it's not raggedy dick i know it's a it's so crazy it's called raggedy dick and literally this book is about a white boy who who goes up and has the American dream perspective. But then the weird thing is, and mind you, this is based upon like kids. So they start like at 12 and they go all the way up till they're 25. And then it was literally a, a self-hatred book because then after that, in the book, it was this white English boy who was an orphan who made it to the top by doing good deeds and not lying. And then his his friend who was also poor and an orphan, but he was Irish, and because he was redheaded, he had, he looked like a scum. He stole things. Like it literally was a self-hatred book about how English people were better than Italians and Irish people. And like it went into details about it. And that's the type of like, 
the sad thing but ironic thing about like education is that you know people are like oh write a book there are books that were there to help implement the hatred that people have against certain people that's why with you hear Ku Klux Klan like really if they go off the quote-unquote purity of their race they really can't do that and going back to the human race we are of one race and literally, it is scientifically proven that based upon your location can help lighten or darken your skin and also the foods you're able to eat and consume. So then with that being said, we are one and the ignorance of what I do doesn't affect you or my life doesn't affect your life is literally bullshit and horseshit that they feed you to basically create more of a division between people. And like, that's it. Like, don't go around here being like, I don't see color. You fucking see color. If you can see the red light and the green light and the and the yellow light, you see color. And don't come around here being like, The only excuse you have is if you're colorblind. Then I'm going to give you a slight pass. A slight pass. No, I, I don't even give no slight pass because even with that, you can still tell the difference between something. Like, you can still kind of be like, I think this is kind of blue. I think it's kind of black. <laughs> like, you can still fucking see color. Don't run around here talking about you colorblind and don't run around here being like, oh man, I'm part of the race, the human race. Fuck you. There's also, yes, it's a human race, but you also uphold your ethnicity, which is a whole separate thing. Ethnicity and race are two different things. I love how I people repeat. combine them. Americans combine them because this is the thing. If you go check the box, you check race and you have race white, black, all this stuff. And then if you go to ethnicity, guess what we have? Hispanic, non-Hispanic. That's it. That's all we fucking acknowledge. Which then in people's minds... Or Pacific race, Islander. That's a race. They consider that a race. Oh, that's true. That's true. No. See, but look. That, sorry. So that's it. That's, that's, how, but sorry. that's how they train you to, to think about that. I thought we were talking about race. <laughs> Mommy, <laughs> listening no, but, is fundamental too, guys. No, but like that proves the point of like how like race and ethnicity is so intertwined, but yet the verbiage they use is is not intertwined. Like saying you're a Pacific Islander isn't saying your 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 ethnicity is. You're saying your race is, and race. Well, is my husband what do chooses you look like. others, so yeah. he's great. He's a great person. He's Which one of those really guys. Which really is funny because like literally he can, and, but then that's the thing too. You can check whichever box you want. Like some, some days I'd be like, you know, I don't feel like checking all these boxes. I check black. Other days I'll check them all and say that I'm fucking Hispanic because I do have Hispanic in me. But then it's like, uh, oh, do I God. feel like it? Yeah, I'm that person. I'm that person. I Every percentage. 2% white. I know I got oh, some Mexican. Oh, wow. Good day. I'll okay, do moving you know, on. That's I'm how done. The 2% of the world. <laughs> that's it you know me and elizabeth warren we're best friends <laughs> oh my god she's like i'm also one percent asian because i have that thing i like rice I'm, like hold on okay was she, no, she was saying how she was indigenous and she was two percent indigenous i mean at the end of the day we all just need to learn about the history of the world of mm. the world like because it then you understand so much of what goes on today. And I mean, like, really, guys, again, I say this. Reading is fundamental. Don't fucking Google that shit. Go to a fucking book in a library. Yes, those are buildings still. Those exist. <gasps> you know, you can even get a library card. It's a thing. <gasps> I know. And sometimes, most of the times, they're free. 
You're welcome. Or you pay like one fee, like one or the other. But it's important to take a look and to try and understand, sympathize, empathize all the words with what each race is going through. And if you're Caucasian, I put this doubly upon you. Because <laughs> why? And I'm going to be honest. Why? Because y'all are the main ones out here like no like making assumptions about people and you can't assume somebody's story somebody's race somebody's life based on their skin color like it's not a thing stop trying to make it a thing because it is not a thing you know it's not who tells your story Sorry, Basically. I have to throw Hamilton. Yeah. Basically. Fucking, but yo, if you have not seen Hamilton, <laughs> please watch that. Please watch it. Yo, that gets you hella hype. I'm not gonna lie. After watching Hamilton, I was so mad that everybody was white. I was so mad. I'm like, no, Angelica Schuyler needs to be this bomb ass sexy black woman, okay? Like <laughs> I was so mad. I'm like, damn, Alexander Hamilton is not Puerto Rican. Fuck. Ugh. Yeah, no. But no, he is an islander. I think he is. He They're is from all, an island. Uh, I actually think he is a person of color. He's from the a real small life island. people. Yeah, Alexander Hamilton is is legit like from an I, island. I don't think so. Yeah, he was. Um, he was supposed to go back. Hold on, I'm gonna pull it up. Uh, he's but from, it could be. But yeah, um, people, just like educate yourself education and especially now in a time where fake news is a thing that all social media platforms are doing clickbait is a thing so that's why i encourage you to get a book read a book read it or even you know what i'm gonna give you a pass i'm gonna give you a pass because you at least trying to be educated fucking listen to the book audiobooks those are a thing those are actually a thing. Unlike this bullshit that y'all try to pass around as fake news. Like, think about the things that are happening and create your own perception. Don't go based on what your mom and your aunties are telling you. Like, yeah, they can give you some good tea about what was happening in the olden days, but they don't have all the facts. Right. And everybody's experience is different. So you want to read and understand the shit that's going on in the world before you wreck yourself because one day you're gonna be down a lonely road and you're not gonna know what to do yeah he was born in charleston in the capital of the island of nevis which is part of the british west indies so he's from the caribbean islands so he probably did have some color in him yeah, he was basically, at, I want to say he was like one-fourth, because then they claimed that his mama was half black, half white, but she was considered white, so I'm like, oh, so she passed. Good for her. <laughs> so she passed. I hate you. Yeah, it's a thing. I keep trying to tell people, like, hey, if you want to pass, then go pass. I, I will never forget the one time I was in the class and we were talking about race, and um, one white girls started talking about how like you know oh my god i didn't know like my friend was actually like 
Mexican. And I'm just like, oh my God, you don't look it. And then all of a sudden, this girl from fucking Spain cussed out in Spanish. Another girl from Puerto Rico cussed the ass out. And everybody was just like, what the fuck you think all of us look like? <laughs> I just fucking died. I was like, oh, this poor little white girl is getting drugged in class. I mean, I'm not sorry she got drugged. But then, it, it, but like, you know, Virginia said, like, there's not a look. There's not like, you can't tell anybody's story just by looking at them. And it's fucked and up it's if you sad. It's sad that we think that that's okay. And I say we, um, I don't mean like, I mean everybody. It's sad because when you look at a person, that's the first thing you judge them on, like how they look. You're like, oh, she's probably black. Oh, she's probably angry. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, we judge people and it's something that we shouldn't do. Like, I'm going to be straight up and honest with everybody. I low-key, when I see people's outfits, I'm like, oh, no. That's not a thing. But I've never judged them on where they're from. I've never judged them on where they're from. I have made assumptions once they talk to me. Because I like to... I mean, but that's... I like to listen to accents, and I like to assume that I know where they're from. But then I always ask. The only thing I judge on is your outfit. So I'm just like, whoa, honey. I like those shoes, but not how you paired it with but then again that's your business you like it go go ahead girl do with your bad self i just i'm an asshole i just admit to things wow. I mean, yeah. um but that right there will lead us into our i drink to that what i'm gonna yeah, ching yeah. ching y'all's with my tea yeah, because yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. still out here trying to battle uh supposed um Throat infection, which I actually think I just have to change my AC filter now that I think about it. Because they gave me a new filter, but I haven't changed it, and it's been like a month. First world problems. I cannot do. Literally first world problems. Like, ignore me. Um, so our I drink to that section or segment or part in the show. <laughs> I'm so awkward all the time. Whatever is, you want it to be. Yeah, whatever you want it to be. Like, I drink to that is a part in the show where we just, you know, raise our glasses and cheers to just the fucking good shit. Like, good shit in your week, good shit in life, good shit. Just good shit. Heavy on the good. What you drinking to? <laughs> new, new? Um, I'm drinking to the educators like the real educators you know the one that people keep saying like oh you know we pay them so much money but really we're not or you know the ones that are like I need to like I have to control your child but I can't beat your child like those educators who literally enjoy truly educating people because um definitely if it wasn't for the black teachers that i had shout out to miss heard in fifth grade angleton middle school west like um that was the first black woman who literally was like you you love reading and here's how i'm gonna get you ignited how I'm going to like fire that passion so you can read. And then, then she encouraged me to write and I became like her best favorite student. And 
that was like the educator I was so blessed to have. And to then after that, I was able to find not much in like, like basically sadly high school fell off, but like definitely whenever I went into higher education and I had my teachers, I couldn't go and talk to and depend on who were truly educators who were just like, oh, I love where you're going with this. And you know what? Let me introduce you to somebody and do this. Or here's a book you should read. Like I was that person. Like I, I when I tell you I'm a nerd, I'm a nerd, but like, I don't care. And so it like, thank you for those people who really want to educate people and try to figure out their fire to ignite them. Like I drink to y'all and then I hate they don't pay y'all enough. Y'all need to get paid more. And hopefully through this pandemic, y'all make it through. I hate that they're treating y'all like garbage through this, but you know, to all the real educators, like I'm not even going to say teachers because teachers want want. Educators are people who mm-hmm. truly educate people and encourage encourage learning and active listening and like go ahead i drink to you i take a double shot for y'all no i am going to drink to the activists of the world those people that are pushing boundaries and like making moves and making shit happen Because to be honest with you, I don't think we would be here without Mm y'all. I don't think we would be here without the ruby ridges of the world. The, no, it's bridges. I don't know why I said bridges. The ruby bridges of the world. The Malcolm X of the world. The Martin Luther Kings of the world. The Amanda Seals of the world. We wouldn't mm-hmm. be here without y'all raising your voices and standing up for what needs to be done. Like, R.I.P. R.B.G. Oh my God, yes. R.I.P. Like, and I'm just gonna, now that we say R.B.G., like, I just want to say, when you educate yourself, education doesn't see colors. R.B.G. wasn't standing up for a race she was standing up for a cause that affected many people not just her affected many people why because she educated on herself on what was stopping women from getting ahead not what was stopping white women what was stopping women like education doesn't see color that is the one thing that doesn't see color that is the one thing in this world that is blind that is the one actual thing that is blind. Because when people say justice is blind, that's a lie. That's, that's a fairy a tale. That's a fucking fable. Education is the only thing that's blind. Because anybody can educate themselves. You just have to want to do it. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and I digress. And I digress Ooh, right quick girl. right there. Let me digress. <laughs> Let me digress. Because that right there... You're She's welcome. She's not throwing away her shot. She's not throwing away yo! her <laughs> <laughs> Yo! Clearly, somebody's been watching Hamilton on repeat. Um, I actually haven't for the past, like, month because I needed to take a break. But, girl. girl. <laughs> because I needed to take a break. Listen to her! Like, oh, my God. Girl, yes. You're welcome. Yo, on that note, you're welcome. Literally, like, that's our new thing. You're welcome. You're welcome. 
Ooh, girl, that was so bomb. I hate that. Ugh. But you know, it has to be said. So now we're about to head to the pump pause uh, segment. And here, this is basically when we just want to pump and pause and just read some of y'all in the fuckery that y'all are providing to other people. So, Penny LaBelle, who, what is, you're going to pump pause to? You know, I'm going to pump to the motherfucking pause to the fucking Karens of the world. You know, Karens, we're tired of y'all. We're tired of y'all and your bullshit. Because at the end of the day, some of us are just out here trying to live. And you're out here really trying to make people's lives fucking miserable. Like, stop being such a fucking bitch and settle the fuck down. Go open up a fucking book and please read it. Because I'm tired Karen, of your shit. I'm, Karen I'm tired. Karen and Ken. Karen and Ken. Or what's a, what's a dude, Karen? Brad? The brother too. Karen and her brother. Let's just say that. Yeah, Karen and her brother. Because I don't want to. I don't want to say a Brad. I think it's more of a Mitch. I think it's a Mitch. <laughs> like it's a Mitch. Like Mitch, bitch. Like Karen and Mitch sitting in a tree. I can't. Anyways, do um. <laughs> but yeah, I pump pause to the motherfucking Karens. Like Karens, fucking stop. Just stop. Just when you think you're right, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. Let me say it again for the Karens that are hiding underneath the motherfucking tables. Come sit at the fucking table and talk. Stop using your little racist words, your uh, profanity. Like, come and talk with words that people know. Like, words that come from the fucking dictionary. Like, come here. Come and let's chat. Come to the table, Karen. I invite you. I'm not sending you a motherfucking handwritten invitation because that is too fucking far. But come. I invite you. I welcome thee. What are you pump-pausing to? New, new? I'm just going to take it a step further and um, pump-pause to all you fucking racists. Like, fuck y'all. Like, that's literally... Like, y'all ain't shit. Like... Uh, and, and and the shitty thing is, is like racist, racist people in all perspectives. Like, I know there's racist ass Mexicans. Fuck you. Racist ass white people. Fuck you. Um, crazy, um, delusional Candace Owens motherfuckers. Fuck y'all. And, like, quit perpetuating and upholding the systemic racism. And also, too, to all you trifling-ass racist bitches who be all like, oh, systemic racism isn't a thing. Yes, it is. It is a fucking thing. It is a fucking thing. Because if you don't know about systemic racism, Google gerrymandering, which is basically a somehow legal fucking way to, like maneuver your district into a form where only the votes you want and the votes you know you're going to win are going to uphold what you want and then disregarding all the rest of the voices or google white flight white flight is actually a true term which is the theology of how white people when they feel like the neighborhood is quote unquote 
going brown or quote unquote going bad, they leave the neighborhoods. And then that's how that's how people lose fundings and stuff in certain areas when there's predominantly people of color because the white flag has left and all the money went with them. And on that note, which then leads you into gentrification, which then where white people are coming into these fucking neighborhoods and making up their fucking um, CBD oil fucking uh, areas and their fucking um, hug stores i've been watching too much of the america shades this is america shades like i've been watching too many of his shows but like all that crazy shit (laughs) gentrification is a fucking thing so with all that being said that is all a part of the systemic racism in the fucking world if you can walk outside your house and not see one black person around you not one nigga not one fucking puerto rican motherfucker if you can't see none of us that's systemic racism And fuck you for holding and staying comfortable in your fucking privilege for that, you piece of shit. Basically. Um, And also, please go out and vote because that's an important thing to do as well, Um, especially if we want our voices to be heard by somebody that is not racist, that is not out here... um, No, elevating is not the word. That's not out here spreading his white privilege around like other people don't fucking matter. White supremacy, right. And also, as you register to vote, please follow us on social media at Pump Pause Podcast on Twitter and Pump Pause Pod on Instagram. Oh, And and also to note... When you vote this year in 2020, you also need to vote in 2022 for your local county areas as well. Yes, Thank be you. in all the votes. Vote for everything. Do all the things when you vote. Like, hello, don't fucking vote for one thing and be like, oh, okay, I'm done. Every four years I vote. No, bitch. No, every two years. Two years. Vote every time you can because people fought for us to have the right to vote so let's be respectful okay let's show some respect for people if Um, you don't want shit to be the same fucking vote period so yeah and then also thank you for joining us i hope you guys join us next week as we put the pump in your pump day pump in your pump pump day pump pump pump, pump, day pump day pump day Hope day. Bye. Bye.